player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure. You take it very personally. You shame me, guys. You shame me. Uh-oh. Tell me why I'm wrong. So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. Prepare for total domination. Oh, that's just dumb, though. I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording. November 7th, 2023. It is the sixth podcast of the year. But we are recording on a Tuesday. Normally we record on Monday, but I'm glad that we were we're recording on a Tuesday today because it gives us the opportunity to talk about the opening of the college basketball season yesterday and the various many things that took place within. Joining me, as always, the rest of the sixth pod bench squad, Robococo and MJ Tolliver. How are you folks? And... What games, if any, did you see? Uh, I know uh, Becky. I, I believe I saw some high, uh, some comments about DePaul. Did you catch DePaul game? Yes. Yeah, so I have DePaul t- season tickets once again. So we saw DePaul beat Western Michigan on Monday. Go. Um, fun game. Those I I recorded the LSU, uh, uh, Colorado game to watch later, but it meant that I didn't get to watch kind of the full suite. Um, and I was just tracking the South Carolina Notre Dame game on my work computer, but not watching. Don't tell my work. I was watching. Oh, I was watching. I don't care. They can know. <laughs> <laughs> my boss knows me well enough. <laughs> he knows <laughs> that I'm going to have it on. Uh, yeah, uh, they were both here in Vegas and uh, obviously couldn't go to the first one because the the day or I should say not the Paris one, obviously not in Vegas, although we do have a Paris in Vegas. Um, uh, the uh, the LSU Colorado and the day game, which was Ohio State USC, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um uh, I obviously couldn't go to the day game. I was I was gonna see if I could hit the night game, but then uh, apparently I have not gotten enough sleep. <laughs> I was just dead tired, so I did not go. I wish I had gone because that game was sensational, and I'm sure I would have lost my mind. Uh, but anyway, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, in France, the South Carolina Gamecocks defeated the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, Camila Cardoso. WNBA prospect Camila Cardoso had a 20 and 15. Uh, she was very good, but I was mostly impressed with the guards. Uh, the Oregon transfer Tahina Pau looked sensational. 14 and 6 from her with three steals. Uh, Raven Johnson, Bree Hall, and uh, the the one who just set set us all on fire here. I'm gonna try not to. Mess her name up too much. Milesia Full Wiley uh, with the move, the move that shook the world. Uh, she was fantastic. She also lit it up 17 and six with six steals. Uh, she was really, really good. On the other side, uh, another freshman. Uh, let me get her name right. Hannah Hidalgo, 31 points for the Irish. Uh, yeah, she she looks uh, like she's going to be a problem all year. Uh, closer to home, Ohio State lost to USC 
uh, 83 to 74 ranked Ohio State. They were ranked seventh and USC was ranked 21st. And another freshman. It's a theme. Juju Watkins. Does I have that right? Am I looking at the right person? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Juju Watkins, 32 points. Uh, had no problems at all. I, I should say the whole team didn't really have a problem with Ohio State's press all that much. Uh, and um, uh, Ohio State came back and even, I think, took the lead in the third. They outscored him 30 to 10 in the third. And then, um, yeah, and then after that, just just no problem. Juju Watkins, she's ready. She's already here. And then the game of the day. My beloved Colorado Buffaloes. They're now my beloved Colorado Buffaloes because I, I just fell in love with this team while watching them. Defeated the number one LSU Tigers. 92 to 78. It was a thing of beauty. Uh, Aaronette Vonla, 24 points. Um, uh, Frida Foreman, the Danish sniper, Frida Foreman, 27 points on 7 of 11 from three. What? Yes. <laughs> and then Jalen Sherrod. Is she also a freshman? No, she's a senior. Never mind. I, I'm getting no, all freshed out here. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was the MVP of the game. 19 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals. She was so, so good. She was all over the place. Um, uh, she 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 sent Haley Van Lith's <laughs> WNBA stock uh, somewhere about 3 feet under the ground for this game. Not that she can't get it back, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the initially, I thought it was uh, wow. This Colorado defense is sensational, and they are they are doing a number on uh, a very talented, athletic LSU Tigers team. And then I was like, uh, they're doing more than that. They are actually exploiting <laughs> all the limitations of this LSU Tigers team. It was it was the first half was a really great game for both teams. And then, you know, as much of fun as it is to watch uh, Kim Mulkey lose, you know, it's a joy. Children, children are laughing and they don't know why. Um, yeah, then it, it just uh, it just uh, LSU just couldn't figure out what to do. And they kind of gave up a little bit. And uh, Colorado led by as much as I think 21. Third or fourth quarter. Yeah. They, they had to resort to a press that they clearly had not practiced because because Colorado had no trouble getting getting through it. It was yeah, it was uh, quite a game, real statement. And I enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, it, uh, I guess, MJ, you haven't caught any of this yet. No, no, I'm real interested in seeing this 7 for 11 that you're talking about and mm -hmm. the freshman frenzy that you're you're. Yeah, oh, was... yeah. People, I was at work. <laughs> then we had like a union about like the medical benefit. Well, not really much benefit because prices are rising. But anyway, yeah, I had like duty calling me. So, yeah, then I came home, man. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, another good freshman on the losing team. Uh, Michaela Williams of LSU looked uh, real good. She, she actually looked like the most composed player on, on LSU. Uh, another freshman. She had 17 wow. points. Uh, yeah. The only one who seemingly dealing with the defense in any capacity. <laughs> I got to say, I watched the McDonald's All-American mm. Bulls game this past year. Oh, nice. And so 
when all of these freshmen went off, I was like, hold on. I've seen that girl mm. before. And like <laughs> a lot of the freshmen that went off, like everyone we've mentioned was on that, was in that All-American game. So oh, just a plug for um, seeking it out um, when you can, because I mean, I'd heard of Juju Watkins. She's been kind of talked about for a while. I think she was the number one prospect, wasn't she? Number one yeah. high school prospect. Yeah. yeah. And she's one of those, like someone that you've been hearing about in high school, but uh, a lot of the other people like Malaysia Full Wiley, who had that, incredible um incredible moves we were talking about um she was at the game Hannah Hidalgo Kelly Williams they were all there so yeah it looks like a it looks like a special class and and somehow several of them were playing yesterday in uh high profile national games pretty wild pretty wild uh very exciting uh I'm, I'm really really looking forward to this season kicking off i got a number of teams a number of WNBA prospects that i'm keeping tabs on uh, um, i'm getting fully embraced i got embraced for the tournament last year i'm going to start looking around for for some highlight games this year it's great that they started off with some really good matchups too uh that that's much better than seeing <laughs> east technical girls university getting slaughtered <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah. Yes, the name of the school. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Little Mary's School of the Deaf. <laughs> it's 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 the only the only time you ever hear about these these places is when they're facing like LSU and <laughs> yeah, in South Carolina Denver. last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem for LSU is they have like a cupcake schedule the rest of the way. Yep. So, how are they going to get that? number one ranking back <laughs> they're just beating uh, up on on these i think connecticut is going to try and hang on to it <laughs> yeah uh very exciting um in, in kind of related news it seems like cameron brink announces this is going to be her final year on instagram she basically she, all she said was farewell to her so and like her and caitlin be in this draft class oh goody Cannot wait, <laughs> and I love Cameron Brink. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely on, love her game. Paige, join the dark side. <laughs> Come on, let's join up. Get in here. <laughs> and did you see Caitlin had 19 points in like the first quarter? The first quarter, <laughs> ridiculous. Just starting right where she left off. You love damn ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's look. I love I love college basketball. Right, love women's college basketball. There's just at some point for some of these players, they're just there's just no point. There's no point in them being at this level anymore. They got to go and and start leveling up and and play against, uh, you know, more concentrated competition. Not all of them, not all of them, you know, but the the this particular these three, I think, are just it's just like, come on, it's time to go. It's time to get to the next level. All right. Anyway, uh, today. We have dedicated a pod to one of our favorite players, Skylar Diggins-Smith, wherein we're going to do a pitch for all 12 teams uh, and uh, try and make the best case that we can for each of them and then kind of see how it stacks up. And obviously, this is just just so we're clear, this is all kind of tongue in cheek, right? You know, we're not. Uh, Skylar is the best judge of where she should go, and I'm sure she will make the decision that's right for her. We're just having fun. We don't know what's in her mind. We don't know what her priorities are, but we're going to have fun with it. But before we get to that, uh, Becky uh, is going to say a few words about the cultural impact of Skylar 
And Becky, the floor is yours. Yeah, I just wanted to give a rundown on Skylar in case we have any new listeners that are new this past season, haven't seen her play or haven't heard the lore of Skylar Diggins-Smith. Um, she's obviously a perennial all-star in the WNBA. Um, it would just take too long to list off every year she's been an all-star. Every year she made all WNBA, first or second team, because she's just in that caliber every single year. Just an elite playmaking point guard. And she was that way um, in high school and in college, just totally dominant. Um, some of the things that's cool to know about her is uh, she is coming off uh, a pregnancy this past year, but in 2018, she played her entire season while pregnant, um, made the LWBA second team while pregnant. And then when she came back in 2019, she wasn't happy with the resources that were there. So she was uh, one of the people advocating for the new CBA to um, make it a priority to um, include support for mothers in the WNBA. She's been a big advocate for that. She's also just kind of a cultural icon, uh, particularly from her Notre Dame days. She's just been known as just an incredible, explosive athletic talent on the court, um, which has led to, you know, uh, Drake briefly had a very public crush on her as he's wont to do. Um, she's been in many commercials. She is also known for just many people have written songs about her. Azalea Banks is one of them but she kind of became a cultural touchstone um, in a lot of rap lyrics. Um, I will read you a couple. In the driver's seat, keys in the ignition. Boy, I'm trying to ball on you bitches, Skylar Diggins. That's my K-Camp. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Another one. I'm bringing heat in the entire kitchen. Got my statistics for my prior missions. Ball till I fall like I'm Skylar Diggins. That's by Split Dizzy. Um, I just want to say, did, I don't know how, how many of you had Becky's spitting bars on this pod on your bingo card. I, but, uh, I, I don't think that's are. what they mean when they say spitting bars, but thank you. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, it is. Let's go. But more. I just wanted to, <laughs> I don't have any more. I'm reading partially from a profile I wrote on her, so I don't have any more cited. There was this like adorable video by a girl named Jayla, who was just like a 13 year old from Ohio who made a song about Skylar Diggins, um, which is very cute. But I I just wanted to um, reference this to kind of bring people up to speed that she's not only this great player in the WNBA that we're finally gonna get to play again next season. That's part of the reason why we're so excited to have her back, but she's also just an incredible personality, kind of iconic WNBA player or, uh, just athlete in general and has been for many, many years. That's another reason why she's so fun um, to be back on the court. She's also someone who we love is not afraid to get a little spicy. Um, in 2022, um, the Phoenix Mercury head coach said that it wasn't actually an all-star game because Diana Taurasi was not named an all-star. Of course, Skylar Diggins-Smith was named an all-star an all-star because she played a much, much better season than Diana Taurasi. And so she just tweeted a clown emoji um, referencing her coach. So she's not afraid to tell, tell people if um, she's not getting the respect that she obviously deserves. So any of these teams, besides the couple teams that uh, 
that she's clearly not going that she's to. she's left. <laughs> Touches the Phoenix Mercury. Um, any of these teams are going to be so lucky to have her. Great. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a great um, uh, summary of what makes Skylar special. Uh, she is she's definitely one of my favorite players even off the court just because she is uh, so salty on Twitter and very very fiery and speaks her mind and it's fantastic uh, and she's got a hair trigger on the block button so y'all be careful out there uh, anyway um, yeah, so <laughs> especially on so Twitter <laughs> we, we're gonna start this off with kind of our 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 test case here just to kind of go over the methodology and y'all out there uh becky and and mj i know you guys are going to have your own kind of version of this when you think about these things uh i decided to look at a few things in general that uh, may sway her decision uh, i don't know what kind of lo locales she likes cities that she likes to be in anything like that i don't even know where she lives i'm not sure if that's publicly available information I did a just a little small spot check to see if it was if it was publicly available anywhere. It did not appear to be. Uh, maybe it's on her Instagram somewhere. She's she she's like, yeah, I went down to this in this neighborhood or whatever. But uh, I haven't seen it, uh, and I didn't want to dig too deeply because she is kind of a private person when it comes to her family and doesn't really, you know, let that all out there. Um. So, <clears throat> so let us start with a team that she's definitely not going to. And we're going to look at a couple of factors here. Um, uh, let's 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 since this is a hypothetical, let's presume she has amnesia. <laughs> Does it remember no. uh -oh. name in Phoenix? Just to get a blank slate, because obviously the score for Phoenix is zero out of ten. She's not going back to Phoenix. But. <clears throat> So what I looked at was I looked at the the leadership group, the owner, the general manager, the head coach. Uh, I looked at you know how good their home arena was. I looked at how good their facilities were, and I was able to find this information online. ESPN did a really nice article uh, talking about every WNBA team's facilities. There's been a couple of updates since that article came out. Uh, just for the hell of it, I looked to see if there were any Notre Dame alumni <laughs> on the roster. Why not? We know she loves Notre Dame. She's, she's talking talks about it quite a bit. I looked at her on court fit. When you consider Skyler's uh, offensive abilities, uh, she is a very very direct player in a way. Uh, she is a uh, heavy pick and roll uh, ball in her hand, likes to operate out of the pick and roll in the half court. Uh, she likes to operate in transition, so. Players that uh, pick and roll bigs that can operate with her is a good fit. Uh, players that can spot up and reliably hit shots, also a good fit. Uh, players that can get out in transition, also a good fit. Uh, I looked at the championship potential of the team if you added Skylar to it, uh, which is that we're kind of getting into it. Like, how many teams would you say at this point, I'll, I'll ask you guys, have the potential to win a championship next year? How many total do you think? <laughs> with her or without her? Uh, with her. We'll say with her. Oh, okay. Becky, you could go first. Let me let me mentally assess. Oh. 
Um, well, let's just start naming them. The Aces. Okay. Sure. <laughs> the Liberty. Mm -hmm. The Sun. Okay. Um, the Mystics. <laughs> you think the Mystics could win the championship with her at the point guard? Potentially. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. Wings? She gets... You think the Wings uh -oh. can win the championship with her at the point guard? No, wings? no, no. Let her, let her finish her, her piece. Right. Go ahead, Becky. I think Wiggs is borderline. Borderline. I mean, that's the, the point guard position, I think, is their weakest spot. Sure. And they have some really good talent there. I don't think okay. she's going back there. No. Um, I think that's kind of end of list. I okay. mean, a lot of things could <laughs> things could move around, right? We don't know what free agency moves. And, For sure. You know. Uh, yeah. And, and, the Sparks and normally... have NECA and, like, what I don't know, the Minnesota Lynx. Like... <laughs> They have fee. True. They get Skylar Diggins Smith. That's a very good team. What were you uh, going to say before I interrupted your uh, Mystics uh, take? The last little bit of it. Oh, I was just going to say the one thing I forgot to mention is she's also part of like probably the best ever top three of a draft. Oh, yeah. She yeah, was yeah. drafted third behind Brittany Griner and Elena Deladon. She's played with Brittany Ooh. Griner. She could go play with Elena Deladon. Is that stacked? crazy this top three that is a insane top three yeah it would yeah yeah that's kind of that like the crazy. 2024 top three well, that's it Maybe. 2024 top three looking pretty <laughs> damn good yeah <laughs> get on out here Paige. <laughs> join caitlin join cameron get on out here let's do this <laughs> this is gonna uh, be the page shout out pod. <laughs> all right all right we're gonna call this we'll call this uh four and a half then all right uh, I'm a little more pessimistic on some of these teams than you are. I, I came to the conclusion of three, but we'll get into why. So championship potential. We're talking about championship potential. Uh, we have, unless there is uh, some drastic thing like an uh, an injury or, or um, you know, a trade, unforeseen trade, something like that, probably not going to Las Vegas unless Chelsea's hurt let's say, or not going to New York unless Courtney's like traded, which it seems very, very unlikely. Connecticut, Washington, a little more realistic. If you're like, all right, I want to win a championship. I just don't know how good I would make, I would give those odds. Uh, I Connecticut, I would, I would give a solid maybe. And I'm not sure about the mystics, but we'll call it four and a half. So the championship potential thing is, is, kind of limited i think if that's if that's her goal then then her immediately her choices are cut down and and it may not be the best solution in either case so let's look at this um uh she has amnesia she doesn't remember playing for phoenix phoenix comes around uh so we look at their brain trust here they have a whole new owner who is at least not the old owner matt ishbia new general manager nick uren uh, different than the guy that apparently froze her out of the the, the um, facilities or whatever. Uh, new head coach Nate Tibbetts uh, has having hasn't had the opportunity to give him a clown emoji yet. Uh, the home arena is pretty nice, Footprint Center. Uh, supposedly they have really nice facilities, according to this article that I'm reading. Uh, they're pretty good. They're even getting new ones. the The owner's putting like a hundred thousand down on on a new arena, but the 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 current one that they got, which is called the Five G Performance Center, 
uh, is supposedly very, very good. Uh, here is an anecdote. Diana Taurasi spent five consecutive hours at the facility participating in an hour-long scrimmage, lifting weights, getting 90 minutes of massage, acupuncture, cupping therapy, and soft tissue work, doing Pilates and stretching before ending the day in a cutting-edge pool room, first on an underwater treadmill and then in a hot tub. That sounds like it's got those are pretty great facilities. I don't know if I'd want to leave those. They sound really nice. <laughs> uh, <True>. Notre Dame, <laughs> Notre Dame teammates, Brianna Turner. And then the on-court fit. We're, and we're kind of already aware of this already a little bit from her 2021 stint with the team. Uh, for pick and roll bigs, BG is is a perfectly great pick and roll big. She's sensational at it. Uh, spot up shooters around, not as many as you think, at least not as not so many that that are well known for their efficiency. Diana is a good spot up shooter. Sophie is a good spot up shooter. Mo Jeff is a good spot up shooter. Everybody else is is a little below the median. Uh, transition is not a trans heavy transition team. Sophie is about the only one who gets out in transition on this team. Brianna is a talented cutter. That's another thing to kind of think about is that. So her, uh, in terms of her fit, you're going to see a lot better as we go along. The other thing is you can't hide her on D when Diana is out there, which, which we've observed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the championship potential with Skylar is not that great. They were like a fifth seed back in 2021. I mean, they, they as... made the finals. They made the finals, so, so I would put it put it at about a five high. out of ten. <laughs> that is pretty high. Um, <laughs> think, Diana has more be, than a five. Diana is has become a little more of a caricature out there. Although she is, she's promised to play defense for 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 Nate Tibbets. She's promised to play defense, and she thinks that Nate Tibbets has a great mind. There were more quotes out there today about how she's discussed basketball with him. Thinks he has a great basketball mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Tibbetts. Uh, huh? So, Amnesia <laughs> Skyler is probably looking at this. Um, and I would say, you know, for for the overall, it's about a five, six out of ten. Something like that. It's not too bad if you look at it. Uh, the problem is she doesn't have amnesia. And she hates them. So, Excellent. realistically... It's a zero out of ten. It's a new. How about new, no. Scott? <laughs> uh, does anybody want to make a case for Phoenix here? Becky. Get her on. out of there. Get her out of there. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go up. Uh, I figure since we started with Phoenix, we'll just go up the, the standings here. And we'll go to Seattle next. Uh, Seattle okay. has, for my money, the best owners in the WNBA. It is. Let me find it here. I, I, I and some great it. youth, lovely, um, lovely team. Oh yeah. So, so they used to be owned by the the Starbucks doofus Howard Schultz, right? He owned the 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 Sonics and the Storm, and then he when he moved the the Storm or the Sonics to OKC, uh, he sold the team to three ladies who were season ticket holders, Don Trudeau, Lisa Brummel, and Ginny Gilder, collectively creating a company called Force 10 Hoops LLC, who owned them to this day. The company got 
evaluated uh I, i'm not I, I don't remember the exact number but it was a lot and they sold 20 percent of it to build facility for the team this is a great story uh all around not only that these ladies bought the team kept it in seattle made it successful hired the right person uh lisa avasaviter or something like that i can't remember her name uh who kind of ran the team up until like uh general she was like general manager i think up until 2018 and then she took over as team president or whatever really so you can just go back through their history and see how successful she was she did an amazing job um and it's been like run by woman uh ever since schultz sold them all the way through and it's great the the whole company is the whole llc is made up of women the management team has been made up of women the construction and the work that they did for the new facility has been all been run by women and has like a lot of minority representation and and things like that it's great it's wonderful i don't think i i would i would love to play for this team i would love to play for these owners they're tremendous uh general manager is talisa rea the head coach is noel quinn best dressed coach in the in any of sports for my money Playing Climate Pledge Arena, which is really nice. They they were had, had to go on a bit of a basketball sabbatical for a bit in 2019 while the while it was being renewed, and they played in like colleges and this and that. Not as great, not great. Yeah, the facility, the new facility is called the Seattle Storm Center for Basketball Performance, which is dedicated to women's sports. By the way, um, Notre Dame alumni Joe Lloyd and the on court fit probably a little better than you think. Ezzy, we have established, is one of the best pick-and-roll bigs going right now. Spot-up shooters uh, at over a point per possession. Jill Lloyd, Kia Nurse, Sammy Whitcomb, who are all here next season because they all have guaranteed contracts. Yes. Transition at a point per possession and on decent percentage, a uh, decent amount of time. Ezzy, Jewel, Kia, Sammy, all of them. Jordan Horston, not on that list, but very athletic. Somebody who you think might be really, really good in transition if it finds the right point guard. Uh, championship potential, probably not very high, even with Skyler. We are still talking about your wings being, you know, Keeners and Sammy Whitcomb. Uh, the, the, the kids still have to come along a little bit. But this is a nice <laughs> fit. I like this fit. Yeah. If championship good. potential was not your highest priority, I would love Skyler to join the Seattle Storm. I think it would be great. What do we think? Tell me, tell me, MJ, how are you thinking about this? Um, well, I'm looking at the unrestricted. I know Gabby already declared that yeah, she's, she's probably likely, not going to be around. Yeah, yeah, she's not com coming because of the prior uh, prior ah. Higher rights, yeah. Thank you. Well, she gets another concussion. <laughs> yeah, so she's not. She probably won't be suiting up. Um, I see Von Turner will be unrestricted, and they have Joyner Holmes restricted. They and what what's left is a lot of everything that's good. I'm like top to bottom with all the names you name, and I think that that would be a good landing spot for her. Like it's it's as long as Jewel Lloyd is willing to allow somebody to step in and, and 
you know, pretty much let Skylar be Skylar. Let her be mm-hmm. the veteran in the room. Let her not um, have to deal with Jewel feeling like, well, you know how much I scored last season? So Yeah, I don't think gotta, they'd be like that. Gotta, I think they, you know what they, I mean? they'd, they'd get along good. Yeah. Yeah, so as long as that's not present, yeah, I think that would be a, a really surprising uh, team with Skyler, especially if Ezzy continues to progress like she mm-hmm. did this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, suddenly you got, like, a team that's a problem if they mesh, which I think they will. You know what I they, mean? They like, would you, be, you, like, one good big away. Could you imagine, like, if Cameron yeah. went there? Or, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, and then he did it off the draft. Damn. I did. Yeah, ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> like, like instantly because they have all the shooting they have the scoring they have the, yeah 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 okay it'd be fun, it'd be fun. I, I i think i'm sold on that I th- we haven't <laughs> even gotten anywhere with the rest of the team it's really I think nice i'm sold on that yeah it's I'm really really like nice that. spot for her what do you think Becky? yeah yeah i think the storm is one of the teams that could benefit from skylar the most Obviously, mm-hmm. every team could benefit from Skyler, but for them, there's like, there's just a spot. There's this point guard spot for her. There's a perfect pick pick and roll big for her to play with, and there's Jewel mm-hmm. Lloyd, who is uh, a dynamic score her scorer that's used to and fits in well with other superstars. Um, and is another Notre Dame uh, alum. Irish, and yeah. So um, though she's got beef. Um, uh, <laughs> Muffet has beef Muffet. with her. <laughs> yeah, Muffet has beef with her. Yeah, I don't think Jewel Lloyd has beef with anyone. It's just like she's just got a random hater in Muffet McGraw. Um, so I think the fit here would be great. I really would enjoy this landing spot. I I feel like Skylar may want to compete a little more than what the Storm can give her. Sure, but there's a lot there, um, and that would take this team to the next level. Like this, it would, would be, be fun. A, Really fun to watch that team. I love it. All right. Uh, moving on up to MJ's team. Row, row, raggy. Indiana Fever. So, oh, oh, okay. Indiana. I thought she was about to say no, Dallas. <laughs> we're moving up the standings here. We're moving up the standings. Here. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Indiana Fever. Uh, bonus points here because uh, Skylar is from South Bend. She may even live there. Yeah. I don't know. Her yeah. husband is also so, hometown. South Bend. Hometown. Oh, I would doubt oh, she lives. Super in hometown. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she seems like a desert girl for some reason. I I I don't know. Maybe from um, all of her desert photo shoots with the Mercury. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then her, her line of desert <laughs> shoes and yeah, desert yeah, this yeah. and desert that. And it seems like she likes the desert. Hmm. She's been I wonder what other team plays in a desert. Ah, anyway, uh, the Indiana Fever are owned by notorious cheapskate Herb Simon. They're managed by general manager Lynn Dunn, uh, and they're coached by Christy Sides. Uh, I, I, this is not the strongest leadership group for me, personally. Play Gainsbridge Fieldhouse, uh, and their facility is in the same place, in Gainsbridge Fieldhouse. Uh, when it was being remodeled, they had to, like, play all over the damn place uh indiana farmers coliseum butler university hinkle field house but they back baby uh they came back it is supposedly a state-of-the-art facility it is shared with the pacers um uh, it's available for them to train during the off season as well so that's nice 
and it's uh you know it's it's where they play so that's good yeah. nobody from notre dame on the team sadly and the on-court fit is not super duper as well although it has a little bit of potential um spot up shooting kelsey mitchell obviously very good christy wallace is also over a point per position in spot up shooting which i kind of found interesting uh and then transition is basically kelsey mitchell uh the Nalissa Smith is 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 very athletic, but doesn't seem like the kind of big that would be would mesh right off the bat. You know, things could obviously, you know, Skylar can adjust. She can find a way to adjust. It's nothing set in stone. And, and then, of course, Aaliyah Boston is very, very intriguing, but she wasn't the, the get out and transition, do a bunch of pick and roll in her first season. But she's still developing and she will do different things as she goes along. Um, yeah, it's just not the best jump shooting group. Not a lot of space. Uh, championship potential is not great, even with her on the team. Not yet. Uh, Lord willing, they'll get Caitlin Clark and they won't have to worry about it. But I, I don't think that this is the ideal place for her to come other than it being home. That's, that's like the, the best, you know, the best sales pitch you can make for it is it's home. It's where she, where she was born, where she grew up. What do you think, MJ? Um, uh, let me see. Based on what you were saying about the shooting, uh, does Aaliyah expand her game? And and okay, wait, let's let's do this draft thing again. So who mm. would who does Indiana get? Do they get? <laughs> they're going to get Caitlin Clark, and they're not going to worry about it. <laughs> then yeah, I, was, I would say no. If they get Caitlin, I don't know if her Caitlin and, or Caitlin or Paige would be would be great for them. Either one. Yeah, then if that was to happen, then I don't know if I would want Skylar there. And I don't know why, but other than no, definitely to see not. just the young, the super youth mm-hmm. of that team just learn to mesh together themselves. Whereas like for Seattle, it's like, you know, Jewel's not new to this. You know what I mean? And yeah. if she uh can you know, sacrifice a little bit of her game. Skylar fits perfectly and opens up everyone else's game. Whereas over here, I think Aaliyah needs the ball more, you know, need to play through her a little bit more. And then having Caitlin would just make it where her strengths are more magnified and she can, she can just play uh, directly to her strengths within Aaliyah Boston, as opposed to Skylar. So, I mean, yes, it would be nice for Skylar to go here, Mm -hmm. but if, if, they get Caitlin Clark, then no. I yeah, here, the other thing is like Erica Wheeler is still around and she's they're gonna have her do something. They're not gonna, you know, just not play her. Uh and if Skylar's playing and then Erica Wheeler's playing, then Grace Berger is gonna have a hard time getting off the bench. And that sucks. Yeah, and I don't like you that. Want, either, you would so, want yeah. Grace Berger to to get some time and continue to develop. Uh, uh, okay, so I'll just say this. If they trade those two and like <laughs> move uh, move the pick for like I don't know who's available. That's like top four and top five in the league. That's not age or Brianna or what? I don't Who think that. I don't probably... think that's. It'd be enough, it'd be enough to get it. To be honest with you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Probably probably not. Probably not. And she right. probably would want to go somewhere that uh, a little more. Competitive. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that Indiana is even not even just competition wise. Competition wise, I think like just more marketable. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's probably not a fit. I know that's home, but it's probably not a fit. At least not right now. Uh, thoughts, Becky? 
Yeah, I mean, she's got kids at home. I don't think she wants to be like the babysitter veteran on this team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got two kids. Thanks. I don't need any more. <laughs> it's just, it's just Indiana is on a different timeline. Like Indiana is yep. building up their roster and Skyler's ready to compete now. And it just doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for her to, to kind of, I think she would just kind of, she would be there. She would make the team better. Um, but this team is building for uh, a contending team, you know, mm. five years from now. And she's, you know, um, a little older. So she's, you know, five years from now is, is, She's going to be aging out potentially. Mm. Um, and I agree, uh, MJ, that I don't think, like, I think Skylar wants kind of a little bit of a bigger market, I would guess. You know, even though she's pretty private uh, in her personal life, she does, you know, she gets those sponsorships. She's she's out there marketing herself. And I'm not sure if the Indiana fever is the place to do that for her. Right. I agree with that. Well, what a segue, because our next team is a very big media market, Los Angeles Sparks. Uh, the owners are Sparks LA Sports, which includes Magic Johnson and a bunch of other people. Uh, the general manager is Karen Bryant, uh, who who took over the, the role this year after, I think, two years of an interim, interim general manager. Uh, and the head coach is, of course, uh, Kurt Mul uh, Miller. They play in Crypto.com Arena, formerly known as the Staples Center. It's a terrible name. Uh, and their facility. So here's the thing. You kind of have to wonder about this leadership group a little bit. Because they're on their fourth facility in four years. The current one is the Toyota Sports Performance Center. Which is also the facility for like the Los Angeles Kings. Which is an ice hockey team. An HL team. And... Uh, some other thing. I think their minor league team is also there. Something like that. It's like got an ice hockey arena. It's got state of the art and the blah, 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 this and that and the other. Um, but like how much attention is this team getting if they're constantly having to switch where they practice? Is, is, are, is there, are they get, getting shown love? Did they operate with an interim manager, general manager for two years just because they couldn't make a decision on who was going to take over? It's weird. Um, nobody from Notre Dame. The, as far as, uh, weapons, on-court weapons fit, uh, a lot better than you might be thinking. Uh, pick and roll over a point per possession. Azure, Dirica, and NECA. Spot-ups. The Samuelson girls. Carly, Katie Lou. Your girl, Lexi Brown. Remember Lexi. Steph Talbot? Steph Talbot? <laughs> She'll be on the team next year, or at least she's contracted to be. Uh, Neka Gumake, also over a point per possession and spot up. Transition, Dirka. If, if Aces fans know, Dirka is a tremendous transition player. And Neka, again, Neka does everything. Neka is incredible. Neka is, is probably like uh, if you could pick a, a big for Skylar to play with, probably in the top five. She is sensational. Uh, this would probably require replacing Jordan Canada. I don't. I kind of can't see them coexisting on the same team. Although it would be nice to to have Jordan handle like point of attack while Skyler is you know hidden somewhere else. Um, even with Skyler, uh, 
the I don't know about the championship potential of this team. Um, I think they would make the playoffs pretty handily. But I don't know if they'd get out of the mid-table. Biggest problem being defense, which is, is not really where she's going to help. But it, it had the makings of a good offensive team, and she could put that all together. And I think it would be a top-four offensive team with her on it. And decent amount of help. <laughs> not 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 last year's health. Um, so overall, not a bad spot. As you say, it's a good good media spot. The ownership thing is is kind of hinky to me, but you know, uh, it's it's not bad. It could be fun. What do we think, Becky? Yeah, I mean, I do think there's there is good on court fit potential. Um, Sparks were a bit of oops all wings last year, and um, that's great for her to pass to and work with. <laughs> um, and Neca uh is yeah. Uh, an incredible big to play with. Um, and they would have, you know, it'd be nice to have NECA with another all-star so that we're not kind of wasting Definitely. her talent over there. Um, so I would love this move for NECA in particular. Um, uh, it's a little hard to judge what this team could be because last year it was, they just had so many injuries that hmm. we don't really know what this team could be. Right. Even without Skylar, they probably, you know, you know, if they weren't injured so much, they probably would have made the playoffs and done a little better. Um, I think Jordan Canada could move back to a backup point guard position. I'm not sure if she would be excited about doing that. Yeah, Um, that's how I I feel. I do think that would be that'd be a really powerful, uh, you know, if she wants (laughs) if Jordan wants a six player of the year campaign, there she goes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think she the wants to hear us talk about her all <laughs> all season long. Yeah, I, I, you know, WBA players are clamoring to get discussed on this. Dude, podcast. They want to. They, they're tuning in. Are they going to mention me? Going to mention me this week? <laughs> in what way is Snap going to mispronounce my name? Oh yeah. God! No. I'm sorry. Oh, bullseye! Bullseye! Damn. Oh, I'm wounded. I'm wounded. Uh, man down. Ouch. I'm in pain. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that was that was perfect and, and well deserved. Uh yeah, so fit, actually. I think it'd be fun. I would like to see her play with NECA. How are we feeling, MJ? Um, I want I would love it as well, but I want this roster to come back. Um, at least, at least bring back. I want to say Carly. Who else is unrestricted? Oh, I want, I want the full. Of, of I want the full Lexi, Carly, Katie Lou. Step yeah, up. yeah. They I just want they, shooters all over the damn floor. Yeah, and then I mean, then then who who's the odd woman out though? No, nobody. All of they, them. You're will they them. be able to? Uh oh, we doing an MJ? We doing an MJ here? <laughs> That's it. One fourth, <laughs> one fourth of the roster, or one third of the roster is going to be shooting wings. All shooting wings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm with that. Yeah, I would love. I, I'm down MJ. with that. I'd love that. That that would be like great for the marketing department of the WNBA <laughs> just entirely. You know what I mean? Because mm. we don't really have a star. And in, in I mean we have NECA, but is she like 
she's not more marketable than Skylar. Let's just, you know, I'll just throw that out there. That's not uh, any offense. Very at all. few people are. I, I, I yeah, I understand. Yeah, that. so yeah, so it's just like, yeah, you put Skylar over there. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna draw even more. The WNBA is already trending upward anyway, mm-hmm. and across the board. And you put Skylar in LA, mm-hmm. like that's like a bomb waiting to explode or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's just waiting to really surge, especially if that team. They acquire her, they stay healthy, and they're on the winning side of things. A winning LA team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. LA all day for Skyler. I love that. And then we get to see NECA like we all want to do on a winning team. You know what I mean? To to for for a few years before she decides to hang it up. Like she needs to ride out with a with a winning squad a few more times at least. Let's see what she can do competing for a championship. Get her back to playing with some all stars, man. That's that's all yeah. I want. Yeah, gotta get exactly. somebody in there. All right, uh, moving on to Becky's team. This may be where I get my revenge. Oh, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, primary owner is Michael Alter, who I think owns the Cubs. Maybe I don't know. I know the name. No, he absolutely does not own the Cubs. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever. This guy, no, the Ricketts. That's right, it's the Ricketts, and there's there's a Ricket who joined. Yeah, the Laura Ricketts group. is bought in. But that's yeah, it. the Alter are kind of a, I don't know, they're just a they're mafia family. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Dwayne Wade, whatever percentage he has, there's there's good old Dwayne. He's here. Uh, general managers, the, the new guy, Jeff Pagliocha, is starting to think that maybe it is mafia. <laughs> but uh, Kalia likes him. We know that much. Um, head coach, Teaspoon, Teresa Witherspoon, girl in town. All fun, all promising. Uh, Becky, how would you describe Wintrust Arena? If you gave it a grade, what would you what would you give it? Oh, it's like a B minus. Okay, <laughs> it's not a, terrible. It is like it's a very nice college arena. I think okay. it's a really good size for Sky Games because it it holds like ten thousand, mm-hmm. and it gets pretty full up in there and the the crowd gets really loud so that's really fun i think it's a good arena to play in kind of um size wise for that reason but um i'm sure you'll get into the facilities the facilities are not what the you facilities want to be. are probably the worst in the WNBA. just and according to what i'm reading um and it's uh like it is depaul's arena Mm-hmm. Um, which means that it's like the locker rooms are DePaul locker rooms. Like it is not yeah. the Sky's it's arena, not sky uh, which sucks. Uh, sucks a lot. There is some discussion, and I know Kalia has said mm-hmm. that there were some things that she wanted to make sure were going to happen mm-hmm. uh, before she signed back up. And there is a lot of discussion about new training facilities because right now they yep. do not train. They train at Saks Recreation mm-hmm. Center, like in the suburbs, and in Deerfield, Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so hopefully if there's some movement on that, I think would have to be the cell would have to be you're buying in. We're getting there. You know, yeah. we're bringing in the pieces because right now. The uh, yeah, they're looking. They're, they're, for them. they're looking around for a new one. Uh, they, they said they may run a place uh, right up on Annie. Annie Costable has, has the deets on that, of course. Uh, yeah, they're looking for one. But right now, not good. Uh, they do have a Notre Dame alum in Marina Mabry. The on-court fit, maybe not so good, but has some potential. 
transition wise, you got Kalia Copper, who's one of the best transition uh, players in the game. But Marina, Courtney don't necessarily get out so much on that. Uh, pick and roll. Nobody who is consistently over a point, uh, but I think um, Alana Smith had had some real potential. She looked really good uh, on pick and rolls. Uh, spot up shooters, kind of the same thing. Alana had, I think, a decent season. Kalia had a dis- decent season, but can they consistently be above a point for possession? We'll have to see. So how would, fit, fit is not how, super. How will Izzy look? With Izzy her? is a is a good pick and roll roller, and she can yeah. transition. So, so do you think that would that would fit? It would help a little bit better. Oh, okay. yeah, a little <laughs> bit. But we, but like, we're, the way we're talking about, like, you you compare it to the Sparks, or you compare it to Seattle, or you compare Seattle, it to yeah. some teams that we're going to talk about, and it's kind of on the low end a little bit. Okay. Championship potential, even with Sky, uh, I they make the playoffs for sure. I think there that'd be another mid table ish team because you would probably get that offense going to some degree. Overall, probably not the best place. Although Chicago, there's the, the papers seem to think that it, it it's quite possible because they seem to be talking about it quite a bit. That is one thing I, I did notice is that they're reporting on the potential. Oh, we could, could get Skylar Diggins-Smith next year. Well, when you're talking about Indiana and her hometown, <laughs> yep. South Bend is an hour and a half drive from Chicago. <laughs> there you go. All she's, right. Hey, we'll give a little, like, we'll give it a little is, more. South Bend is closer to Chicago than it is to Indianapolis. So, all right, there you go. I have no uh, idea where any of these places are. <laughs> They're all the Midwest <laughs> to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there is, in fact, a, you know, a, an Amtrak train that I've taken many a time um, that I think would get you pretty close uh, in between. Um, but just taking Amtrak. But <laughs> there there were, I was I was creating rumors on the internet as well because she, she did like a photo shoot in Chicago, I think just when the all-star game was in there, but I was posting mm-hmm. them and trying to trying to get some buzz going. <laughs> so you know, she I think I saw game. Skylar signing a contract downtown. <laughs> she was definitely holding papers. Was there a paper? There might have been a pen in her other hand. Could have been a straw. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Uh MJ, what do you think? Um I don't know. I think I'm gonna just write with what you said. Like it's 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 an okay thing. We're still talking about Chicago, right? Yep. You didn't leave them. Um, I'm just looking at the roster. Uh, uh, Courtney's gone, right? Well, pres- presumably. I mean, they they could probably afford to to have all of them, but it would be I don't know. It, I think it'd be kind of strange. Does Courtney fit with Skylar Diggins? Uh, she's a decent spot up shooter, so you could you could imagine her playing off of her. We would we would get so... the return of. Of more oh, shooting, uh, Courtney, I think, <laughs> and less playmaking. Off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't see Marina or Courtney moving to small forward, and Kalia moving to power forward, or anything like that. Somebody's coming off the bench. You know what? That could actually turn into something. I could see Courtney and Dana Evans off the bench together. Weirdly, Dana Evans is another I, decent spot up shooter, too. Yeah, I could see Courtney, Dana, and maybe. Rebecca off the bench, one, two, three. Yeah. And but it's just figuring out the big rotation. Uh yeah. Honestly. Is he is he Alana Elizabeth Williams? I think that's the big rotation. Is that is that enough? Is that enough pick and roll, pick and pop, spot I, up Like shooting? I said, I think it's a I think you're you're looking at a mid table team. 
fifties, sixties. I think I think Ruthie's that would be a great right. pick and roll. Ruthie, that's right. Yeah, okay, there yeah. you go. She's a great receiver on the pick and roll. It would she had be all that practice with Sabrina. It would be fun as hell to watch Skylar Diggins Smith work with Kalia in transition. Like that's yeah, fun. that would be yeah. And then she could work with Rebecca Gardner when she comes in off the bench. That's fun. I don't know if that sells her to come to a team, but if she just wants to play some I fun mean... basketball. Hell yeah. And check, you know, Chicago is your place for vibes anyway, right? <laughs> if yeah, you want exactly. vibes, you go to Chicago. No practice okay, so, facility, just vibes. <laughs> so I'll, I'll up it a bit. Will Chicago okay. become a more controlled version of Dallas in that type of move? Like with Skyler going to Chicago? Well, when we get to Dallas, we'll, we'll compare the two. How about that? Okay. All right. Yeah, I like it. Because I think okay. I think that can develop into something, and okay. I don't think that we're able can, to have. You can all the make your. Well, let's make our mental notes, and we'll we'll give our top five at the end of this. And Ooh, uh, I'm yeah. glad it's a notebook right here. Where's the pen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, <laughs> go ahead as, as we go through this. All right. Okay. Uh, let us move on uh, to the Washington Mystics. They're owned by Monumental Sports and Entertainment, which is to say that they're owned by Ted Leonsis, a- AOL guy. I think is is what he's known for. AOL. Yeah, I think Ted Leonsis. Seriously? Right? Yeah, I think so. Damn. Let me let me take a look here. He owned he was he's a tech dude. I know that. Okay. But I can't remember exactly. Uh Ted Leonsis is yeah, he's a senior former senior executive with AOL. Uh now You've he got owns, mail. You got mail. That's that's the guy. <laughs> he made a lot of money <laughs> telling people they had mail. Yeah, AOL, that's what I remember him from. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, and now he's he's basically known for owning the sports things, owns some growth. He's a rich dude. I, I don't want to get into these guys; they're so boring. Uh, but anyway, he he does he does cape for the Mystics when when they win. At least uh, he was he was all over with them and and cheering them on during 2019. Uh, general manager is Mike Tebow. Head coach is Eric Tebow. Home arena is the very very tiny Entertainment and Sports Arena, uh, which only seats 4,200. Believe it or not. Uh, and the facilities are the MedStar Health Performance Center, which is apparently all that. It it was like the uh, the gold standard prior to the Aces facility coming along. And uh, they had like the players raved about it. Uh, they have they have chef. They have a chef, man. They have saunas. Um, uh, the the Mystics or the the Wizards also use it. Uh, the only downside is that the teams need to move out, uh, clear out of the locker room in the offseason because the Wizards also use it. So that kind of sucks. Uh, no Notre Dame. On-court fit is, again, a little bit problematic. There is no real pick-and-roll player, although Shakira is obviously a great off-ball mover. And we kind of see, see saw what uh, Skyler could do with uh, somebody who, who was good at, at making cuts like Brianna Turner was. Uh, so she could probably work with her doing all right. Uh, spot up, uh, Atkins, uh, Elena Deladon, uh, Lee Meng, if she returns. Transition players, uh, Ariel Atkins, Brittany Sykes, EDD, Shatori, uh, Tiana, all above a point for possession. There's, it's a, comparatively, I'm going to say this is about in the middle in terms of on-court fit. You can hide her pretty well on defense because you got uh, you got um, Brittany Sykes out there sharing the floor with her. I'm assuming this would be replacing Natasha Cloud. 
because they have to get the salary from somewhere on the team. Not a lot of shooting in general, though. And if EDD's hurt, none of the bigs are shooters. That will help clear the way and open up the open up the pick and roll on the floor. That's the big problem. I'm not really enamored with this Washington team. I guess we'll get we'll see what kind of moves that they make as it gets closer to the season. Um, but they the shooting is and Skylar doesn't even really help there. She's she's kind of a, an average distance shooter, you know, around 33 percent or so. Uh, it's just they they need to get they need somebody to make a real leap in a, in in a way that's kind of unexpected. I think not just not just Shakira getting better or something. They need like to find another shooter somehow uh, to to be able to have a good offense again. <laughs> need help from EDD, and you can you can have your own opinion about how reliable that is. It just I'm not feeling it. Uh, even with Skyler on the floor, uh, I think this is it could return to being a top four team, but I don't I don't see them getting past an Aces team or a Liberty team in the semifinals. But I might be wrong. MJ, what do you think? I'm looking at the free agents along with her that can go over there, looking specifically for a shooter. That is that could move, you know what I mean? And I'm, I mean, is, do we expect Dewana Bonner to leave Connecticut? No, not really. No. Um, I'm also expect... you got to look at the look at how much room that they have left. Uh, if Elena is getting the max, which she probably will, and Skylar is getting uh, close to the max, uh, that's about two thirds of their cap room. With how many players signed? Eight players signed. Yeah, that's doable. Yeah, let me go back to that. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to get like another max player, but they could might might get somebody in the 150 range or something. I'm sure there's somebody out there. And they get somebody in 150 to replace who? Christy and Tiana? Do they let Tiana yeah, walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you at that point, you're just like you know, uh, everybody else is kind of surplus to requirements. You you got you want Atkins out there. You want Sy Sykes will obviously be back, and honestly, her salary looks great comparatively right now. Yeah. I mean, so what? Can the does Sykes become who she that looked is, like that's she a was good question. It's like end? right. Yeah. What is what is her role now? Because she she was kind of thriving a bit, but if she can coexist with with Cloud, you know, and both of them both of them are are ball handlers, uh, first and foremost, she can probably coexist with Skylar. Okay, and I mean, do they, do they does she re unlock or does she help? keep Ariel uh, Atkins uh you know fluid and and consistent as opposed to kind of what she's been going through the last maybe season and a half you know what i mean uh, like I, since I they, think, they would need Ariel, i think Ariel just had a bad season but I, I think i'd trust her to to get back where she was i to don't get see it. why she wouldn't okay yeah. well i mean hmm. at the end of the day we all know what this is mm -hmm. is EDD healthy or not Right, you, you, <laughs> like, you put it, hit it right on the head. Yeah. So if EDD is healthy, yes, but I mean we can't predict that. But I, I'm not gonna jump off the deep end and be negative. EDD yeah. healthy, yes. Please bring Skyler in because this team is capable of winning a championship. To me, anytime they're healthy, because of EDD. So yes, yeah. If, if, if EDD is healthy and as productive as she can be, then yeah, 
Yeah, you yeah. don't you don't need to surround her with much. Not really. Okay. They almost might have enough now, especially if they can carry over what they developed into during this playoffs. And yeah, like Brittany and and uh Natasha, like the type of leadership that they had and Maisha step man, what? Yeah, yeah. And then and uh my girl Shakira take another step, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they would they'll be nice, sleepy nice, like they'll be surprisingly nice because no one will see it coming. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. What do you think, Becky? She improves the Mystics as much as she can improve some other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously, you know, adding her improves everyone. Uh, but I, I'm not sure this is where the Mystics would be focusing on in terms of areas of improvement. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, is playing for Eric Tebow a draw for anyone? <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I I had to. <laughs> what do you want from me? It's, it's, it's I'm a simple woman. Brand. I hate Eric Tebow. It's part of the brand. We don't like the failed fail sons. <laughs> uh, but I just, you know, it doesn't inspire the same excitement as like oh i could play for Teresa weatherspoon or i could play for eric or nate you know um there's just different levels um so i don't know for i i agree that it just it this it seems unlikely that the mystics would be where she lands i don't know Um, why i'm tickled with amnesia skylar like going back to phoenix (laughs) (laughs) why is diana why is diana not making an eye eye contact with me what's going on there what happened (laughs) (laughs) Why does Nate ask me who that player is? This is the coach. Why is the coach asking me who that player is? Oh my lord. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be really funny. All right. Um yeah, okay. I mean, I guess I can kind of see. I just I I I think that it's uh I like I I could see uh, we'll get to the sun. I this is a team that we're considering maybe fourth best. If we're and if we get Skyler, we could see him maybe as a 3 seed or something. I think I think it just relies on too much. They really need a shooter, and and Skyler is uh, is at least more of a shooter than Natasha is currently. Not somebody that you that you play off of uh, in the middle, and definitely somebody who gets out and and gets out in transition, which is is leads to easier buckets because they were not much of a transition team um, this past year. Uh, and Brittany, you know, Sykes is designed to like play in transition. A lot of these players are are pretty good at it so getting out and running i'm talking myself into it a little bit okay uh next up minnesota uh currently owned by mark lore and alex rodriguez we're not sure if they know they own the team because when they took over the ownership of the timberwolves and got the links at the same time they didn't even mention them which is not really a great thing i thought games we've seen a rod at games is even okay all right yeah yeah. okay I'll accept he knows that they exist. He does. That's good. He, he just didn't have that. an appointment there for like a, a manicure at the in the next building over. So there's a basketball <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, I, can, I get to sit up front. That's cool. Um, general manager. I thought the general manager was Cheryl also, but it's Claire Duellius, uh, who I don't know anything about. I guess she was the assistant GM. Uh, she's only 34 years old, by the way. Uh, head coach. Good old Cheryl. Cheryl Reeve. That is certainly a draw. Home Arena is the target center, which we have been informed is is top notch, tasty. Uh, the facilities sound the name of the facilities sound terrible. The courts at Mayo Clinic Square, but apparently 
they are quite good. Pale Clinic uh, is a really great clinic. I don't. It's a fantastic clinic, but I didn't. I didn't know their their sporting <laughs> facilities were were so fantastic. Uh, practice courts for for the the Timberwolves are also in there. Practice courts for both teams. Locker rooms, treatment pools, saunas, film rooms, player lounge, and nutrition center. And of course, they have a sports medicine clinic there too. Um, when they opened in 2015, uh, the the uh, commissioner or the president went through and said, "This is the gold standard across our league." Uh, so they were 2015 pretty tight and they're uh, right across the street from the target center, which is also very nice. I learned a lot about the facilities and it's just a joy because now I have all this information. Uh, they are as Notre Dame as anybody else. They have three players currently, uh, Kayla McBride, Jess Shepard and Natalie Achanwa, although it's uh, Natalie Achanwa is probably not going to be there next season. Uh, on court fit, not really great. Uh, um, Nafisa Collier is, of course, a sensational player, but she's not a pick and roll player or a transition player necessarily. Um, but I bet she would be really, really great fun to play with. Anyway, uh, spot up shooters, uh, Kayla McBride, you know, Kayla McBride. She's that's what she does. Rachel Bannum, Bridget Carlton uh, and transition uh, at a point per position. Only Kayla McBride. But, you know, you get Skylar on that team. You probably probably get some good performances out of people in transition. So the fit is just. It's so-so when we compare it to other ones. But this is nice. It's nice. You get to play for Cheryl. Get some nice facilities. Minneapolis is nice in the summer, I'm told. It's delightful <laughs> in the summer. It really it's is. It's delightful in the I summer. I love Minneapolis in the summer. There you go. It's not bad. This isn't bad. It's a nice place for her to wind up. Tell us about it, Becky. You've been there. You've, you've taken in a game. Yeah, I actually really like this option for her. Okay. I They do have the state-of-the-art facilities. The Lynx have a, it's a smaller market, but they have a very thriving, passionate fan base that would mm -hmm. just love, oh, they'd love her, uh, yeah. to root for her. Um, her and Fee are both new moms. That's right. So I feel like that's going to be kind of, that could be a bonding spot for them. Um, Cheryl Reeve, I think, is just, I think she's the best coach in the W personally. <laughs> like I would like, I think she's a, you know, a destination to go for as well. Mm -hmm. And it probably the, the Lakes were, uh, Lakes made it much further into the playoffs or made much further up in the playoff rankings than you would expect based on their yeah. roster, because they were missing someone in the point guard spot. And then here comes Skylar. Um, she's got C who's one just like, sure ready to be you know like like a potential mvp mvp candidate she's just right there um she's got two really good freshmen i think diamond miller out in transition um dorka maybe could do the pick and roll do we know about dorka in the pick and roll um, I and then yeah her uh notre dame connection um she would have so much fun with the spot up shooting of kayla mcbride those two could get so much done i really like this fit uh, and I think this could be a very good team. If so, Dorka, and it's obviously you know rookie season or whatever. She had 34 points on 38 possessions out of the pick and roll, which is below point per possession. But you know she's a rookie. It's it's cool. She's yeah. she'll improve all the efficiency. And the Lynx had two rookies who were like they had two rookies starting the playoffs, so their rookies yeah. are going to be moving. They're they're going to be getting better quickly. I think. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to get somebody good in the draft too. So we'll yeah. see. I don't know. I like the I like the spot for her. Yeah, there we go. 
yeah and of course diamond yeah we'll see what diamond gets up to but i'm very very intrigued uh yeah i i i, I could i could definitely see the appeal here what do you think mj i love it she all gets right. to go play with she gets to go play with fee is not much to say becky pretty much covered it all that's that, playing with fee is like that's just having fee yeah. have an all-star running mate like that wouldn't yeah and then and diamond can learn from her too so you got fee diamond do they bring rachel back rachel bannum uh she's a good sh good shooter why not yeah, and then, and man, what? Jessica Shepard's over there, man. Yeah, yeah. Kayla McBride, come on. Yeah, I'm all <laughs> for it. Yeah, that by committee certain, certain, uh, suddenly turns into by committee with the point guard. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm all for that. Then suddenly they're, they're a contender to me if that happens. All they would need is, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even want to say defense. The, they, the top four. Yeah, I mean, they, they would have the length to irritate teams. As well, because they have it now. They just need better orchestrational offense. So it's not just fee against the world. It's yeah. fee against the world, baby. That was sweet. I like that. <laughs> fee against the world. That's like that's fee like a, the a world. great name for her her documentary, her self self published documentary. Fee against yeah. the world. Fee against the world. All right. I like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Talking me into it. All right. Here is uh, initially. This is one of my favorites so far. Got the Atlanta Dream. Uh, owners are the most vocal owner on Twitter. I think he's been quiet of late, though. Uh, Larry Gottesdiener, uh, Suzanne Hebert, and, of course, Renee Montgomery. General Manager, former Aces GM, Dan Padover. Very well thought of. Head coach, Tanisha Wright. Uh, was really good in her first season. <laughs> kind of got a little weird in her second season. I don't know. Uh, they play in Gateway Center Arena, which only, only seats 3,500. Uh, their facilities are Core 4 Atlanta, which is uh, started up by Atlanta Hawks player Paul Millsap, former Atlanta Hawks player. He was with Denver at last, I think. Uh, it's pretty great is from what I understand, but it's like 20 miles away from where they play. So that kind of sucks. Um, no Notre Dames, unfortunately. Now, on-court fit, this may be the best, best fit for her. Uh, this is the number one transition team in the league in terms of the percentage of time they get out in transition. But they were only seventh in points per possession in transition. That's because they didn't have a freaking point guard. She'd be perfect. Uh, spot up shooters, Alicia Gray, Ryan Howard, AD, Nia Coffey. They got spot up shooters. Pick and roll, Cheyenne. Decent pick and roll player right there. Uh, good mover, good mover uh, away from the ball. Uh, transition, uh, one of the best transition players in the league, and Alicia Gray, Ryan Howard, a racehorse, get, gets out there. Monique Billings gets out in transition. Nia Coffey again gets out in transition. This is a transition team. They're the first in getting out in transition. They're great at it. They just need that point guard. This is like we're definitely this is the number one team in terms of impact. She goes there. They the offense, which is just been their has been their Achilles heel, uh, improves immensely. Nobody needs Skyler more than the Dream needs Skyler. Does she make him a championship contender? I think that depends on their defense, also. But they've shown the ability to be a good defensive team. They should need to do it again. I like it. Like if you, in terms of the best four players 
to surround her with uh, that are not among the top two teams. Uh, Alicia Gray, Ryan Howard, Nia Coffey, Cheyenne Parker. Best fit right there. Best four teammates you'll find anywhere, I think. That and she would be the best. She would be the best player on the team. And, and where are they? Are they she top would be the four? Leader. Huh? Like Minnesota would be? Are they top four? I think so. I I see the appeal of Minnesota for over them for specific reasons, like Cheryl Reeve, and playing with playing with Fee. But if you like, want to surround Skyler with the best four players on any team to use to the best of her abilities, that is not Las Vegas or uh or new york i think this is it i think this is the a great fit championship potential no probably could see them in the top four with her there if they play defense maybe eke out an upset somewhere i could see it but it's really suited to her it really really is they play in a band box maybe she's not crazy about that the the whole is this a a uh an area where you know her personal brand what we were talking about uh, a big enough market i don't know <laughs> yeah no no you're right it's it's yeah. atlanta yeah it's definitely, i love atlanta definitely personally atlanta. yeah and that's, that's a marketable place yeah it's, it's fantastic but yeah i don't know i mean dude it really depends on what she's looking for but in terms of on-court fit this is this is my number one most realistic place for her to wind up what do we think becky i do not think skylar diggins smith should have to play in an arena that only sees 35 people that's fair (laughs) their attendance 27 2022 was 2752 people per game Mm -hmm. no they were they were selling it out, uh, out this past year most of the time i don't know I she no she deserves more people watching. <laughs> well, we got to say the yeah, same thing about average... Washington, right? Washington again also plays in a band box. Yeah, their average was three thousand attendees per game. Okay. Oh, and it fits, sits anyway. Another site said that seats five thousand, but that's maybe that's uh generous. It only the capacity is thirty two hundred. Yeah, no, she no, <laughs> I don't I don't want her to. I don't want her to play there. It's too small. They would fill out those other 500 seats, though. <laughs> if Skyler uh, went there. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I do see Washington Mystics play the tiny ass arena. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't it, learn yeah. that until this past year. Because there's something about the Mystic, like watching it on TV in Atlanta, you can see that no one's there and the arena's tiny, and it yeah. sucks. It sucks for them. I don't know where they're. Where are the Atlanta? Atlantonians? What do we call people from Atlanta? <laughs> the AT <laughs> aliens. At the Atlians, according the, to Outcast. The AT aliens, yeah. No, that's right. That's right. Okay, well, just in general, they need to come to the game, Skylar Diggins-Smith or not. Yeah. But um, I, <laughs> like, I just am like, like intensely against it, just based on the size of Okay, it. well. All right, did but are we saying I though, get then the that, on-court that... fit? I do think I do think there is like a little bit of a timeline issue in terms of uh, Ryan is kind of going to be her and Alicia, who's not. Yeah. You know, I it feels it 
Atlanta still feels like a young team to me. And mm-hmm. I think, I think Skylar might want to be to play with a few more, more established players than what Atlanta dream has to offer. And I, she would mm-hmm. absolutely not put up with the nonsense that Tanisha Wright that's, was about how she was talking to her me. team. <laughs> Skylar would not let a coach <laughs> shush her. Uh, that would not happen. Um, so uh, I wonder about that fit there too. Cause if you don't have, if, if, if the player is not going to respect the coach, then it's going to be, a you already got a problem. Yep. That's for so, sure. I don't know. I, I get, I get your argument. I'm, I'm rooting against it. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm going to, I think I'm going to reject the, the attendance argument only because then we're just kind of saying that Atlanta can't have nice things. <laughs> you're, you're too small. They have to play put in the resources small. to have nice things. Yeah. Larry, Larry we're going to, we're going to hit you up, Larry. It, Larry. Get on it. <laughs> Nobody is ever going to come on the pot again. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think MJ? Well, I like it. I do too. I mean, that's all they're missing. Yeah. Like, li- sure. like literally. And then if, if Ryan continues to expand her game and I've been holding on to whoever, I forgot who said if she gets a post game uh, for Ryan Howard anyway, that it's over. So if she continues to expand her game in that manner, and then you plug in Skylar Diggins Smith, like, yeah, yeah, it could look. And they, they retain everybody. Alicia Gray is over there and everything, and she still gets like a lot of the touches that she's she's used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they can turn that into something. Then the, I now ask you again, or, or you did you did did I ask about Atlanta? Are they top four? Uh, they're for me. Already, didn't I? They are for me, you but I'm would... I'm just selfish in 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 what do I want to see? And I would love to see Skylar play on this team. Yeah, because they're I mean, they're, they're just missing her. All they need is orchestration. I mean, but then, OK, so let's play the let's let's dig in a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's Skylar dig in a little bit. Oh, um, I'm just I'm like <laughs> I'm like 30 percent sleepy just coming up with. Little... That's it. These, these, and then boom, boom, boom. Yeah. These so delirium she... ideas just flowing. <laughs> when she goes to the bench. Huh? What happens? Harry. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, and, and she can she can even play alongside Ari. That would be great. Like she doesn't have to be the point of attack defender. Ari McDonald can come out when when like uh, Alicia Gray goes to the bench or something. Uh, she, and Ari McDonald handles point of attack. That you don't have to you don't have to expose uh, Skyler in that regard. Ryan Howard or Alicia Gray can handle the biggest wing, and then she'll just get thrown on the the the, the lesser wing, the spot up player or whatever. Okay, I'm with yeah, it. I like it a lot. I, I just think it's a it's purely from my own selfish <laughs> standards. No, no, that, I, I, I think I would just love to see her play on this team. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I do also agree that, you know, in terms of like uh, the stage that she deserves, I get it. I absolutely get it. And I don't want her all of a sudden just like getting mad at Tanisha and then turning this season into another toss pot. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, moving back to another team she's definitely not going to go back and play for, but we'll talk about them anyway. Uh, Dallas Wings. Uh, they are owned by Bill Cameron, who is like the quietest owner ever. He he never does anything. General manager is everybody's nemesis, Greg Vib. Head coach, Latrice Trammell. Uh, home arena is College Park Center, which is also kind of a small place, 7,000. Uh, their facilities also are at College Park Center. Um I can't remember what it said about 
the facilities here. Uh, they were, well, it's in the same place, but they're not the official tenants. They're only one of the official tenants. Uh, belongs to UT Arlington, home to their men and women's basketball teams, although the, the Wings do have their own locker room. It's used solely by the team during the WNBA season. But then the branding is taken off. It's kind of like uh, what you said with uh, Wintrust. Branding is taken off uh, during the offseason, and it's used for other purposes. So kind of eh in terms of facilities. Uh, Notre Dame alum is, of course, Arike. Encore fit is they're a very solid transition team. Uh, Satu, Arike, Natasha Howard even, uh, Crystal Dangerfield, they all get out in transition. Uh, pick and roll, Satu has developed into a very nice pick and roll player. Um, uh, Tira uh, has not yet, but there's a lot of promise there, and you can see Skylar definitely uh, pushing her up. Uh, and the outside shooting is the same, kind of the same issue that we we have with a few other teams here. So there's just not a lot of good spot of shooters on, on these teams. Uh, Arike being the only one that that really stands out. Uh, championship potential, even with her, you can see them as a top five, top four team, something like that. Uh, well, they already were a top four team, but I, I don't know that they move into the top two or anything, even with Skylar. Uh, and of course she, she doesn't want to play there. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a good fit when she felt that they didn't really help her out during her first pregnancy. Oh, well, um, yeah. Uh, what do we have to add to this? Uh, Becky. Greg Bibb is my nemesis. Yep. I put it on the record. That's it. Um, and he's, I blame him for um, sending her away in the first place. Um, or, you know, um, making her want to leave in the first place. Uh, I do think on court, it could be a, a fun fit. Their weakest position, I think, is point guard. Yeah. Um, right now, and having someone steady like, like Skylar would be great. Um, yeah, I think she would, she would, this would be a very, this could be a very scary team with Skylar on it because they were already kind of scary this year and getting better. They were a scary mm -hmm. team that was only getting better. Um, and then just adding, just plopping a superstar in the middle. Um, I, I think they have, I think they would be contenders if they brought her in, but it's just not, it's just not happening. And it's because of Greg and that's why we Greg. Don't like Greg. Sick, Greg. Um, yeah, MJ. I I agree with Becky because I just I feel like Dallas has like a, a borderline big four as it is, mm -hmm. and bringing Skyler in would give them, I think, the pace and patience that they need for the playoffs. The in in the experience, let me throw that in there too. On top of the experience Dallas just got over the last two postseasons, so then you plug Skyler into that, and suddenly, you know, hopefully in pressure situations, Dallas isn't going. Oh well, damn, what are we gonna do? Ah, Rike bail us out. You know, all yeah. of a sudden Skyler's out there now. You know what I mean? And then Dallas also has the experience from. Okay, well, we did the bailout thing twice before, so we got to go to something different. And we got the experience of being in this situation. Let's get through it. Let's execute. Uh, you know, let's take our time and and uh, try to develop our plays. Then maybe, you know, if it's 
five or something seconds left and they've, they've blown up all our plays, then, you know, we'll figure something out from there, but let's just not go into it uh, in panic mode. And I think that she would help them be even more of a wild card in the playoffs to, I don't know, next year it could be, you know, New York and um, Las Vegas would be looking like, eh, I don't think we want to see them. It'll be real serious this time. You know what I mean? Instead of, oh, they can really get buckets. It'll be like, they can get buckets and Skyler can make sure they get buckets. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and they still will have Arike and Satu flexing and Natasha and Tierra, especially if they, if she can unlock Tierra even more, because they were already catching her on dives and stuff like that off the pick and roll. Like, man, with Skyler. Yeah. And then if Natasha Howard is still stretching the floor the way that she can or the, what she was showing anyway. If she does that, because no point in talking about Satu or Arike. We know what they can do. But if Natasha and Tierra can continue to uh, expand their game with a Skyler coming in, oh, yeah, yeah. Problems. Super problems for the entire league. Do you think uh, that Arike and her could, would be able to coexist? If Arike is willing to give up the, you know. I mean, she did to some degree this season, right, with, with Satu advancing. She, she shot it less right so this is okay skylar comes in does she shoot even more or less yeah that's what i'm saying is like now <laughs> where are you in the the pecking order right do you do you chop off another three four of your shots again maybe yeah. five yeah it's interesting it's yeah. A question. yeah i mean her and satu in that case they both yeah. gotta cut oh, down sure. shots the the ball the ball is uh is gonna be in skylar's hands it's just yeah. interesting to see how they react to that all right um moving on up uh, to oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Becky, did you have any thoughts about this? We did. We did talk about this. I, my brain. Uh, Connecticut <laughs> owners, uh, the Mohegan Tribe. Uh, general manager is Darius Taylor. Head coach Stephanie White. Home arena, the Mohegan Sun Arena in in the Mohegan Sun Casino. Their pra- facilities are called the Tribal Practice Facility. They seem okay. Uh, they says they have locker facilities, a weight room, training room with hot and cold tubs, a film room, and a small kitchen with food for the players. Oh, that's nice. Um, no Notre Dame's uh, on-court fit is terrific in some respects, and and maybe less so in others. Uh, we saw from last year, they are a tremendous transition team. They were great last year. Uh. She has uh, Bri- Brianna Jones, a very nice pick and roll player. Um, here's the question, though, that I have. The Connecticut Sun were a terrific transition team because Alyssa Thomas was the one getting them out in transition. And she is probably the best transition passer in the league. I'm, I'm not even going to say probably. She's probably definitely the Definitely the the best transition passer in the league. She's she's great at it. So, do they kind of overlap a bit? And then when you think about it in the half court, not surrounded by, uh, you know, really reliable shooters here. If if Skyler's on the floor, you got two non shooters, uh, non you know from distance, Brianna Jones, and Alyssa Thomas not taking threes, either of them. You got Dewana Bonner, whose the three is pretty wonky, although she's a decent catch and shoot uh, shooter. You got Tiffany Hayes, who's who's got like about an average three point uh, percentage. 
And then you got two pretty decent ones in Heidemann and, and Ty Harris. I think they would they would be both pretty good running mates for her at the other guard spot. Um, they're all, they're both decent defensively. Um, so yeah, I think that it's a great transition team. I just wonder if Alyssa and and Skyler are are not kind of stepping on each other's toes in that type of offense to some degree. Uh, MJ, what do you think? I don't know that I would want to see. Okay, um, everybody comes back. I mean, are they able to afford Tiffany, Rebecca, and Dewana coming back? Oh, that's well, a good hell, question. and like, Brianna yeah, coming so back. Like, yeah, I don't know actually. Um, talk about it while I look. I will. I mean, I'm trying to think of who it is. Damn, because is Brianna shooting at that good of a clip? Okay, do, we know what Dewana can do, but okay, if she do, well, I would only want to speak negative about it. I, I think that they probably I don't know that somebody because they, they cause Bonner, Bonner, Brianna Jones, Tiffany Hayes are all yeah UFA. making yeah yeah and Rebecca probably, Allen and Rebecca Allen yeah I don't know that you can bring everybody back. And I'm just trying to think of who they should bring back. And and it's I don't know that it works either way. I would probably leave this team alone, honestly. Okay. I wouldn't I think Alyssa has shown enough of what she can do. And it's even been done without Brianna Jones. So that when Brianna does come back, that's already one big mouth defeat. You know what I mean? So I I mean she could go there and it could, you know, make things better, make it easier for like Natisha Heidemann, definitely. And like the backup guards, like they could come in and anchor the second unit and carry that unit. Yeah, that that would be better off. But as far as the first, the the main unit, no, nah, I don't think that it would make much of a difference. I mean, what you take the ball out of Alyssa Thomas's hands and then what? Yeah, and then right. And that, that takes away a lot of what she does, the, the, yeah. the value that she really, really adds, too. So, so when you say, do they overlap? Yes, they do. Yeah. Because Alyssa needs the ball. It, uh, from what I've seen now, like for her to to be fully maximized, she needs the ball. Yeah, I kind of so, feel that way, too. Also, yeah. it's in Uncasville. So, oh, my um, God. <laughs> you get we, we're, we're saying like Atlanta doesn't, you know, you know, Atlanta needs to step it up. It's in Uncasville. Uh-oh, Becky. Are we, we can sign in Skylar to Uncasville? <laughs> Becky. Well, <laughs> they get twice as many people at the games. Oh, <laughs> no! Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Nice. <laughs> nice. Everybody's um, going to hate us after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they are. Are you talking about our city? Kayla Dos yeah, Santos is never going to talk to us again. <laughs> team by team, it talks some shit about, about where Everybody. Um. <laughs> I think this is a good option for Skylar. Um, I think this is the option for Skylar where you say, do you want to compete for a championship now? Mm-hmm. And be the, be an important person a, on the team. Yeah, yeah, and be a focal point on the team. Be, like, frankly, even with Alyssa Thomas's incredible year, Alyssa Thomas, like, doesn't... She wants to be recognized for achievements, I think, but she's, like, mm-hmm. not a personality that wants to be out there, right? Like, right. Skylar can be the superstar on this team, um, playing with other superstars but she's the focal point mm-hmm. um she could join the other two super teams if we're allowed to say that dirty word um but she wouldn't be she wouldn't be a focal point she wouldn't mm-hmm. be like the number one number two um and so if she wants to compete 
She wants to be the star. Ankus fills the place to be. I mean, the weakest position on this team is in the uh, point guard position, I think. Mm. Um, I love I love the other teaspoon. Um, the littler teaspoon. And they're good shooters. They're, they're still uh, useful to this Yeah, group. yeah. No, but I, but I just think that's that's the weak spot. She comes in, makes them much, much better. Would be amazing if Beck Allen stayed on the team to play with her. Mm. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're already and have been for like five, six years, almost there. And Skylar, Skylar could get there, I think. It's conceivable. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we would like to apologize to the Atlanta Dream uh, right now. <laughs> Taking it on the chin a little bit. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> we love you, Atlanta Dream. We do. Yeah. Larry, Go to the please games, come, Atlanta. Please, co please come Ren on the pod. <laughs> right. Renee, Miss Montgomery. Renee, please come. We, we love yeah. you. <laughs> yes, we do. We do we're not haters. You. Right. Uh, Just having okay. fun. Now we're moving on to some of the, the, the least unlikely, but but still fun to talk about. New York Liberty, uh, Joe Sy, owner Joe Sy, general manager Jonathan Kolb, head coach Sandy Brondella. We know how Skylar feels about Sandy. She loves Sandy. She likes Sandy a lot. Uh, had some nice things to say about her, even in the finals. Uh, home arena is Barclay Center, which is top notch. The facilities are also in the Barclay Center. Uh, I did not know that they house them in the apartments like that are across the street from the Barclay Center. That's pretty cool. So they just have to cross the street to go to work, which is really cool. Uh, no Notre Dame. Um, on court fit uh, is in terms of weapons, total number of weapons. You can't go wrong here. Uh, John Quell, Brianna, both great pick and roll, uh, uh, rollers, uh, spot up everywhere. Uh, John Quell, Brianna, but Nigelani, <laughs> uh, Sabrina, of course, uh, Maureen Johan, uh, just is throughout. It's just spot up shooters everywhere for her. Transition players, same thing. JJ, Brianna, Sabrina, uh, Kayla Thornton, even like it's just weapons weapons galore this is a point guard's dream hard to see her coexisting with courtney so you would imagine that maybe courtney gets traded back to chicago or something uh but would in this hypothetical but it's just really unlikely that they're they're going to do that you have somebody take a a lower salary to come play for you and then and then you send them off doesn't seem very likely um actually is is courtney ufa no she is signed 194k so and she probably took a discount like or you know uh, could have got got a little less than she could have gotten uh so don't see that happening and i don't see them all existing together it doesn't really help the weakness that that the liberty have had with that perimeter defense uh so just unlikely but yeah i mean if if just like you wanted to lie down and dream about skylar being surrounded by all these players and 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 leading a a crazy offense that certainly would be a lot of fun. Uh, Becky, what do you think? Yeah, it's really unlikely there would be other moves made. Um, it kind of seems like the Liberty. It'd be surprising if the Liberty made another big flashy signing, given that like one of the lessons from this year is you can put <laughs> together a whole bunch of your players have to play players, together for a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah you need to get some chemistry together and so next year i think this team can be a better team than they were this year which was already a very very good team uh but yeah just switching out uh 
you know, Courtney Vandersloot for Skylar Diggins-Smith, who have very different styles of yep. of play, both incredible point guards, just very different, just would just, it, they would just have to relearn everything again, right? Yep. <laughs> and it's they just, would at least get an out transition more, which I think is the one, is one thing, the only thing that you can like, uh, why are you not playing faster than, than you are? It seems like they have definitely have the the personnel to do it. And I, I just don't get it why they don't. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, I mean, Courtney certainly got the sky out in transition plenty mm-hmm. um, when she had the threat. So I'm not, so it's not clear it's coming from the point guard position, but yeah, I don't think, I, I don't, I don't see why you would make this move as fun as it could be to just think, you know, right. You're just yeah. creating a super, super team to add her on. <laughs> just because of that. That's the only reason for chaos. MJ, what do you think? Um, I don't, I, I don't see it working, honestly. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that New York, I think they're built the way they need to be. They just need a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Usually teams that are trying to be super teams don't always like achieve their goals in the first year. Unless you're like the NBA Boston Celtics with KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Other than that, yeah, usually when you first come together, it's not happening. So give them some more time. And I like um, Vandersloot over there better than um, I would like Skyler over there because she's actually going to move the ball. Like Courtney's looking to, to set everyone up and then be a threat that, mm. that helps with the spacing over there in particular, you know what I mean? So, I mean, can Skylar help? Yeah. Cause she can get to the, she could get to the cup and she could do what she does. But when it comes to spacing, I don't know that she really provides much of a, a more of a helping hand than Courtney does. So I think that alone would make me say, you know, unless they can they afford her just to bring her in. Uh, if, if they move Courtney, then they could. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if I move Courtney. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys move Courtney for Skylar? Oh, no. I just think it would be fun to have them like racing along at, at warp speed <laughs> <laughs> down the court. That's I think is would be the most fun aspect yeah, yeah. of it. Because Skylar would just take off and then be, be like, oh, t- gotta run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it would it would be fun though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would just it would just that would that's the thing. And then of course you have like the synergy with with Brendello and how who she how she really likes Brendello and things like that. But right, it's not realistic, so that's okay. Okay, <clears throat> moving on to the last one. Again, not particularly realistic. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we still don't know the state of Chelsea Cray's injury. This is like the longest I've ever seen somebody get hurt without anybody saying what's going on nothing crickets so going under the assumption let's say that the, that she's going to be out uh we don't know for how long um a skylar slotting into that place for one year they could do it they could they could they can afford a max salary right now to add to the team, the the rigmarole. Mark Davis owns the team. <laughs> Natalie Williams is the is the finger quotes general manager. Becky's in charge of everything though. She's the head coach. They play in Michelob Ultra Arena. It's very nice. It's nice. They played some games at T-Mobile Arena. Even better. Uh, they have a fancy schmancy super dancy uh, facility out in Henderson, which is a bit away from the where they play, but they don't care. It's awesome. 
Everybody loves it. Um, you could conceivably see with, with her dedication to being treated well when pregnant that the Dierica thing might raise some alarm bells, but also the team has two mothers, had two mothers on it last year. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. I don't know how she would react to it or how she would feel about it. Uh, you could you could forgive her for feeling either way. In terms of on the court fit, it, it's it's freaking phenomenal. A Asia Wilson is the greatest uh, uh, pick and roll partner. Does the pick and pop? Gets out of the way. Keeps the lane clear if you need it, or will roll to the basket and give you a big target. Probably the best target in the game in terms of 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 rolling to the basket and and being able to sink it. Um. Spot of shooters galore, Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, uh, Alicia Clark, Asia on the pick and pop. It's all good. Uh, in terms of getting out in transition, this is was an extremely successful transition team. Again, Jackie, Kelsey, love to get out and run, 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 run. Asia get, loves to get out and run. It's it, Everything is, is perfect in that regard. I think if... If the if Chelsea we were to find that Chelsea was out, by the way, Chelsea also her wife having a kid, having a baby, more babies. Um, uh, that um, it, it would be actually really give it fit and probably the best thing that the Aces could do. If and knocking on wood, I hope it's not the case. Chelsea was out for any lengthy period of time. Otherwise, it's just not happening. I don't. I don't see. I don't see Skyler on the same team with Chelsea and Kelsey and Jackie because somebody's going to the bench, and nobody. None of those people should have to go to the bench. They should be able to play where they want. Uh, it's in the desert. <laughs> we think Skyler might like the desert. Uh, her and Jackie Young probably listen to terrible country music. Both of them. <laughs> They're both from Indiana. Both went to Notre Dame. They probably find something to bond over. Quite a few moms on the team. Alicia Clark's a mom. Chelsea will be a mom. Could bond that way. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sure she would. I'm sure she would love it. Like for one year, that would be like pretty neat. Ever come in if if Chelsea was out, play the point guard position, best shot at a title. You know, right up there, mm -hmm. more than anything else. And then go and and go and be part of another team after it's over. Yeah, just walk away with the ring and then do it do whatever you want it's not too bad but that's an if and it's an if that i don't particularly like entertaining because i just want chelsea to be healthy and to come back strong but no they won't tell us <laughs> the extent of her injury nobody's saying anything i hate it <sighs> anyway uh becky what do you think yeah i agree this makes no sense um <laughs> <laughs> Unless Chelsea's gone. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, <laughs> and, and it is the, you know, I, I guess the only way it makes it, the pitch is, hey, do you want to come get a title for, and play it with some cool when people? we need you? <laughs> and she'd be like, and if that's what she wants to do, my, my sense is Skylar wants to play more than that. But, um, yeah, if if she was really just like, I've had a great career. It's important to me to get a rig. This would be her easy slot and get a rig if that's what the if if the uh, aces want to bring her in. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it just just doesn't make make a lot of sense. Barring injury, which um, will not happen because we're not going to manifest that. Um, we're not manifesting that. Fine right. and wonderful next season. So no need. Go. I like the way you think, MJ. 
um enough champagne <laughs> but no uh yeah if, Buddy, i may if, be addicted to it okay all right you can't take it away yeah from me now. i mean i see i see dynasty anyway unless she ended up in um atlanta or uh dallas and made or or connecticut like you guys said and made it just like click maybe la um i mean but i don't know i don't i mean i don't see why it wouldn't work and then maybe um becky can unlock her three-point shooting even more you know what i mean she made everybody she's got kia stokes over there shooting three so you know becky hammond probably get her going from three even more so <laughs> I bet, see, here's the thing i bet like uh you know chelsea is a really really great you know obviously a great playmaker and everything i think that that skyler would be the ideal point guard for somebody like kia because she can just like race in draw a bunch of attention away from the the, the block whatever block kia is standing on mm -hmm. and, and go dunk. up and be like oh, oh we gotta we gotta block this uh foray to the rim and then just dish it off and and kia would just have a wide open layup yeah yeah she got brianna turner shooting so yeah exactly right she could get kia stokes by the way, the, so I'm looking at PVP stats, and uh, I was—they uh, have a bunch of really cool stats that that are that are pulled from the play-by-play -play data, and one of them is shot distance. Uh, and and Brianna Turner has like the the least average shot distance in the WNBA, three feet is her, her average shooting She's distance. Only gonna shoot it if she knows it's going <laughs> in, and I respect that. I respect oh, I totally, one hundred percent. It just cracked me up. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm. I'm not taking. I'm going to be practically underneath the the rim. Is what what we're doing here. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty cool. I also only shoot when I'm that far away because I'm just very bad at basketball. That's it. My my eyesight's <laughs> terrible. All right. I need to. I need to be able to feel the the, the net. <laughs> All right. So, so I need to be able to feel it. <laughs> I just need to feel the net. All right. Uh, okay. So does it does it does everybody have a top five or do we need to stall for time? Five is a lot, given that there's only ten teams in contention. Well, whatever your whatever your top, <laughs> what, are your top what are your top teams? Top half. <laughs> um, mm, mm. do they have to be in order? Uh, they don't have to be if you don't want it. And this was I kind of sprung this on you. Well, I'm going to go. I'm not good. Yeah, like like you guys said, only ten. Because nobody's including the, the two finalists. Um, I'm going to easily go Dream Sparks Wings off top. Okay. I'm going to go Lynx. And this is no particular order. Mm -hmm. And... Mm, shooting, 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 shooting. Do I want Connecticut? Mm, that's tough. Oh, Storm. <laughs> yeah dream sparks wings links storm that's my five so you so you did you did put the wings in there too yeah i did sure why not why not <laughs> what do you think what are what are your what are your your finalists we'll just call it that okay um i have links sparks storm sun sky <laughs> nice Is that in inverse order <laughs> <laughs> no actually the it's i was gonna just do four and i was like you know what <laughs> a little present to me i'm gonna put the sky in there <laughs> there you go yeah all right uh you, you talk me into the links uh i'll put them at number five 
Uh, I will put the Sparks at number four because I think it'd be cool. I, I just think from a, a star perspective, that would be nice. Uh, I am going to put the Storm at three. I think that would be righteous, actually. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to put the Storm at two. I will put I will put the Dream at three. Either one, I'm happy. Uh, I think I think both of those would be great. But I do love the the Seattle franchise, and they deserve some they deserve some good. Um, and yeah, just for the contender possibilities, let's go with the uh, let's go with the Sun. I don't think it's the best fit in the world, but uh, just to have another team as a potential threat up at the top of the league. You know what? No, Sun three, Dream two, Storm one. I do like Seattle. Unless they get like Paige or Caitlin, then never mind. <laughs> Kick them back to the bottom of the list. <laughs> All right, that has been it uh, for the Skyler Diggins Smith pitch pod. This was really just because we love Sky so much, and uh, we're all excited to have her back. Yes, uh, she seems to be enjoying her own free agency. She's she's done the little eyebrows thing and talked to fans and said, "What team should I be on?" Huh? Huh? So she's she's having enjoying the attention as well as well she should she deserves it. We love Skylar. We can't wait to see her wherever she goes. We're gonna be happy. Uh, just that she's back in the WNBA, balling out, racing around the court like like the Roadrunner, and having a good time. All about it. Hopefully she hears this podcast too. That'd be fun. I I think I'm I I think I'm going to tag her and just say, hey, look, you may want to listen to this because we're just having a good time. Yeah, she she might wind up hating it, and 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 then we can have the Skylar Diggins like breakdown straight from Skylar Diggins. <laughs> she, she gets invited on to the next spot to, to grade all of our our reviews yeah. of each franchise. That's where she'll announce where she's going. That's it. That's okay, it. Skylar, come on the pod, and Skylar. when you're an ready exclusive. to announce it, yeah, <laughs> we'll, Skylar, we'll please. Our first exclusive, and so then excited. we'll wake up. <laughs> What no, a nice no, no, that was. no, we won't wake up. Skylar, <laughs> come on the podcast. It would be We'd amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing to have you on the podcast. We look forward to it. I'm just yeah, you can tell us. Like you can tell us how you feel about the desert. Just, we are we are non judgmental. We just have fun. Welcome. That's Welcome. It. We love you, Skylar. Anyway, uh, that's been it. Uh, we also got a, we got a fun one coming up next week. Uh, we have a guest scheduled. We'll, we'll hope that all plays out. Uh, more fun hypothesizing and talking uh and uh uh we're gonna we're gonna ask a question that has been on our minds of late so i'm just gonna leave you with that for robococo mm -hmm. mj tolliver i am snap wilson i want you to enjoy the college basketball season as going on it looks like it is going to be lit uh, enjoy free agency when that comes around. You can ponder where you want Skylar to go and how that looks. Um, and uh, we will see you next week. Be good next to each week. other. <laughs> Ciao! No. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>